I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Mostly cloudy tonight, the low 35. A woman accused of setting a fire to a Carbondale motel has been arrested. The Carbondale Police Department reports officers took 36-year-old Rebecca Grant of Carbondale into custody on Monday. She's charged with aggravated arson, residential arson, endangering the life or health of a child, and obstructing justice. CPD officers responded to a structure fire at the Heritage Motel on West Main Street in Carbondale on December 12th. The fire was extinguished by firefighters and no injuries were reported. During the course of the investigation, detectives and arson investigators determined the fire to be the result of an arson and identified Grant as the suspect. Anyone with information about the incident is encouraged to contact the Carbondale Police Department or Crime Stoppers at 618-549-COPS. An inmate in the Jefferson County Jail has died. The Sheriff's Department reports this morning at 314, a member of the jail staff found 27-year-old Jacob Hunsell of Waltonville unconscious and unresponsive in his cell block with a sheet around his neck. The employee, along with other correctional officers, quickly responded to provide aid and EMS personnel were dispatched to the jail. EMS arrived on scene and took over attempts to resuscitate Hunsell. They transported him to Crossroads Hospital Emergency Room, where he was pronounced dead a short time later. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department says as standard procedure for any in-custody deaths, the Illinois State Police was contacted and responded to investigate the circumstances. The death of a boy living in a Chicago migrant shelter is drawing renewed scrutiny to shelter conditions. WBEZ's Tessa Weinberg has more. The Pilsen shelter the five-year-old boy was living in has housed over 2,000 people. City officials say he doesn't appear to have died from an infectious disease, but several others at the shelter were hospitalized with respiratory virus symptoms. The public health department says more than 80 percent of chickenpox cases this year have been among migrants living in shelters. UIC School of Public Health professor Lee Friedman says congregate settings can increase the risk of people getting sick. Obviously, there's biologic concerns where you have people living in high congested environment. You also have a lot of young children, which are vectors for illness. The boy's cause of death is still under investigation. Tessa Weinberg, WBEZ News. Many people travel to visit loved ones or go on vacations during the holiday season. But the Better Business Bureau often receives reports about scams that target travelers during their trips. Sydney Waters from the BBB recommends remaining alert of these potential scams. Education is the best prevention. So you can go to BBB.org and look at our BBB scam tracker. You can just type in the destination where you're going and see what's going on in the area. So then if anything does happen to you, those red flags will pop up in your mind. Common scams include cancellation scams where travelers will receive a message that they need to rebook their flight and pay an additional fee. Scammers may also impersonate the front desk of your hotel and ask you to verify your card info. They may also offer free Wi-Fi connections to monitor activity. Scammers may leave fake delivery menus in hotel rooms, enabling them to collect your information. The Better Business Bureau recommends locking up valuables in a hotel safe and getting a receipt after your stay. What do a hammer, a cast iron pan, and a taser have in common? They're all items you can't bring on your flight in a carry-on bag. Jessica Maley is with the Transportation Security Administration. Most of the time people are kind of forgetful about what they even have in their bag. Sometimes they know the rule and we say, is this yours? They say, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to bring that. But the big reminder is our oversized liquids, gels, aerosols rule. So anything over 3.4 ounces needs to go in your check baggage. She says you might also think twice before wrapping those gifts ahead of time. Maley says there's a chance you might have to unwrap those presents if something in them triggers an alarm. You know, you put a lot of work into wrapping it or the gift recipient might be there. It's a little awkward. 
awkward. So use a gift bag if possible or just wrap at your destination. Maley says the best way to avoid complications is to start packing with an empty bag and to read up on the TSA's rules ahead of time. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.